It's time to redefine and align to the badass leader and mother you really are. I'm your host, Nicole Weston. I have been coaching moms for the last decade on aligning to what they truly desire so they can be present with their family, create the most successful business, all while having it all. We're gonna be talking to moms all around the world who are diving into what does it mean to take care of myself? What does it mean to redefine motherhood so I can live it on my terms, so I can have it all? It's time to rise, and here's the thing, we can't do it alone. Join us as we have some of the most important conversations about how moms are taking their pain and turning it into their purpose. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode on Redefine and Align. Wow, what a year it has been. I am so excited that you are back and tuning into another episode. As you know, my name is Nicole, and if you are new here, welcome. What an incredible episode to begin listening to today. Ah, Kim. This is Kim's second time back on the podcast, and I swear I could have her back over and over and over again. The beautiful gifts that she's bringing into this world for our youngest women. Uh, I just, it makes my heart so big, really breaking down the stigma and the, the barriers to really stepping in and aligning to who we are as women. And she's doing it with the most youngest women that we know. And I find that so inspiring. I often think what it would have been like to have a very open and beautiful understanding of what my personal body was capable of and all of the joy and power that it brings. I don't know about you, but for me, there was a lot of shame growing up around sexuality and sexual desires. And I think living inside of this box of shame also shut down a lot of other ways to experience joy and pleasure and bliss in my life. Kim and I dive into how we can invite more bliss and pleasure into our lives. She shares three steps that um, she encourages all women to begin practicing. And she really calls it pleasure medicine. And I thought that was super cool. Um, I absolutely believe in the power of pleasure and pleasure in all things, inviting more joy into our life. I find that joy and pleasure and bliss are all ways that help us to slow time down. And I think if you're anything like me, you're definitely looking to slow the time down. I find that it helps us bring so much clarity and presence into the very moment that we're in. So if you are new on the journey of pleasure, and we're talking pleasure of all kinds here, as well as self-pleasure, this episode is definitely a great place to start and to hear women talking about it in a way that is empowering and inspiring and really not holding back. So again, if you're new here, my name's Nicole. Um, if you love this episode, please be sure to give us a review and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Wednesday. And if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram, I'm at the Nicole Weston. And on Facebook, I have a private Facebook community group. 
specifically for moms who are looking to keep themselves first, to have a community of like-minded women who are wanting to find the harmony between mind, body, and soul alignment while crushing their business and being present in motherhood. You can find stories of women on this podcast, all women who are so strong and so powerful. Um, These are the stories behind women entrepreneurs who basically are sharing their journey. And what I find with most women is we have a pain. We have um, a really hard time at one point in our life. And through the healing of that, we have then come on the other side and are leading others through it. And this podcast serves as that story so that if you're listening and there's something that you're growing through, that you know that you're not alone. So thank you again so much for being here. We are going to be hosting a Mastering the Art of Saying No in the Facebook group. That's coming up soon. So if you haven't yet uh, joined, please do so. Details are coming soon. And without further ado, let's jump right in. Hi, Kim. Welcome back. Hello. I'm happy to be back. I'm so excited to have you back. So this is going to be a fun conversation and one that I think that we are all in need of so much more than we think. <laughs> I, I definitely think so. And, and I, hope, uh, I hope it lands well with everyone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So why don't we start off with... Um, Okay. So I want to dive into pleasure. I think pleasure is something, you know, you and I were just talking before we hit the record button, just how disconnected we all are from pleasure. And so I would love to hear from you just to break down, um, you know, what pleasure means and how we can invite more of that into our life and just kind of maybe start us off with that so we can give all of our listeners a frame of reference for sure. Yeah. So pleasure. I think, uh, when I, when we hear that word, we automatically head, uh, thoughts automatically head to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And pleasure (laughs) is so much more um, than what happens in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Pleasure should be um, a part of our daily life. Mm -hmm. It should be something we experience on a consistent basis throughout our day. Um, When we live from a place of pleasure, when we embody the pleasure we allow ourselves to uh, deeply tune in to what we really want in life Mm. and what we really want to create. Uh, It gives me goosebumps when I think about it. (laughs) Um, So the embracing of pleasure goes beyond the sexual. It goes beyond the bedroom and into a life that is full of joy, full of happiness. um, And, just a powerful and meaningful uh, way of living. Mm, mm. A powerful and meaningful way of living. That is yeah. everything. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love that because I think, yeah, absolutely. As soon as you hear the word pleasure, it, it's like, okay, we don't go there. We don't talk about that. And, um, and then no one ever talks about it. And then we're just kind of hanging out in the gray zone or, you know, experiencing things or living from a place of like, nothing is neither really good nor bad. It just kind of is right. And inviting more of that back into our lives. I think we can all use some of that pleasure medicine, if I may. (laughs) Pleasure medicine totally is 
perfect way to put it. And I think that like we are so disconnected from our pleasure um, because of that programming and conditioning we have around the word. We have shame. We have embarrassment. Mm. Again, because the word is always associated with sexuality. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's where our mind goes automatically when we mention the word. And so we have this desire to hide it and feel like if we talk about it, mm -hmm. um, that it's, it's not going to land right with people or people are going to think we're weird because we're talking about pleasure. And the unfortunate part is, is when we are afraid to talk about it, when we don't connect to it, when we don't bring it into our life, we mm -hmm. end up um, being unable to connect to the things that truly light us up in our world and in our life mm. because we're afraid. Yeah, totally. Right? We, have to, we have to leave that fear behind and instead let our desires uh, take center stage, put ourselves first, and let that pleasure fill us up from the inside out. Yeah. And expand into the world. Yeah. Inside yeah. out is everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's so many places to go. So many places to go. Um, so many places to go. I think inside out and expanding that. I think that there's a lot of layers to um, unpacking what it means to even invite pleasure into your life and kind of unpacking maybe some of the reasons why pleasure is no, not you know, an everyday thought in our lives. And each of us will have our own unique story for that. I can think for myself for so much, for so uh, for so long, the beginning parts of my life, not when I was a kid by any means, um, you know, teenage years and then growing up in my 20s, it was like, you just kind of surviving. You just, for me, it was like work, 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 survive, survive, survive. And the focus was so on the outside. And then, you know, getting back into like, what is it that I want? What do I desire? What do I love? That started to invite more of the things that I wanted. And I would say where I'm at in my life now as a mom, it's like, it's just taking that and going even deeper, getting even deeper and more aligned to what it means to find the things that light us up. But like you said, from the inside, because as we have learned in the days of 2020, a lot of things that we kind of depended on externally from us, you know, the, those things we don't have access to on a regular basis. So I have found it even more important to really get clear about what is it in my life that brings me joy? What is it that brings me pleasure? Because I want to be able to do it, right? Like right now in this moment, I want to be able to do it. Like if the gym brings pleasure, great. But what if that thing shuts down? How do you find and, and feel that pleasure? So what I will say is I would love to hear ways that we can invite pleasure into our lives. Cause I know that you've got some really great things to share with us today. Um, and especially coming from a, um, a place, if no one, if someone has completely like has no idea where to even start when it comes to the world of pleasure. Yeah, I've got you covered. <laughs> so I think the first thing that we have to do is sit in a space and give ourselves permission mm -hmm. to say yes to pleasure. Mm. So we have to get to that space where we allow ourselves and invite ourselves to just say 
Yes. And be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Again, because we carry shame and embarrassment and negativity around pleasure, we have to affirm to ourselves that receiving pleasure is okay. Right. That it is our birthright. Yes. That when we embody our pleasure, when we open the door to pleasure, we open the door to embodying our wholeness and the full expression of who we are. So the first thing is just to get comfortable with saying yes and give yourself permission to do it. Once you're in that place and you've allowed yourself to say yes and you're comfortable with saying yes, then it's about seeking it out, Mm. looking for it in your daily life. Again, we spend so much of our day rushing from one thing to the next, trying to cross off everything on the to-do list, trying to be everything to To everybody. (laughs) And in the process, we miss all the little moments of pleasure in our day. Mm -hmm. The, Mm -hmm. The flower blooming in the garden, the way a leaf falls off a tree, Mm -hmm. The way the sun rises over the treetops or into your backyard, even the way the light shines in your window, the way water feels on your hands as it runs over your hands as you wash the dishes, Mm -hmm. the way that first sip of coffee tastes in the morning. Yeah. All of those things are pleasurable things. They're little things, Mm -hmm. but we have um, stepped away from creating intention and awareness about noticing them. Mm-hmm. So once uh, we s- allow ourselves to say yes, then we want to seek it out. We want to allow it in. We want to give space to pleasure mm. and we want to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I often will suggest to women to make a pleasure list, oh. make a list of the things that light you up. Cool. Right. Is it? having a cup of tea and chilling out in the afternoon for five minutes? Is it going for a walk in nature? Is it talking to a friend that really lights you up and brings you joy and connects with you energetically? Uh, Is it a a bath at night before you go to bed? Is it quiet moments in the morning? Whatever it is that brings you pleasure. Maybe something as simple as just giving yourself a hug. Right. Yeah. Right. Touch. Yeah. Touch. Running your hands through your hair, Mm -hmm. feeling your hair, Mm -hmm. putting lotion on your body. Right. Right. Make a list of the things that you do. And for some women, this is going to be very difficult again, because we lost the ability to connect Mm -hmm. to those things that really light us up. Mm. So have a journal, have a sheet, spend a week and just notice, oh, that felt really good felt really good when my child held my hand, Mm -hmm. right? It felt really good when my partner came home from work and instead of just the the quick, hey, hello, they stopped and gave me a really deep hug and looked Mm. me in the eye, right? What what are the little things that just suddenly spark you? Mm -hmm. Write those things down so that you have your personal pleasure list. And then from that pleasure list, do those things. If flowers bring you pleasure, buy flowers for yourself once a week, right? Hmm. If looking after plants brings you pleasure, bring plants into your home, whatever it is that brings you pleasure. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So make a pleasure that. list. And then you have to do those pleasurable things. Yes. Right? <laughs> do those things. And then, right, do them. And then the big thing, once you're doing them, is to affirm as you do them that it's okay. So, yes, 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 as you're doing those pleasurable things. If it's, I do it often, I'll walk outside and the light is gorgeous and the sun is shining and I walk outside and I'm just like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And it's, it's rewiring my body. It's yes. re re rewiring my mind to notice, first of all, the pleasurable things that light me up and then allowing them in with that powerful action of saying yes and affirming it for your body, for your mind, and for your soul. Love it. So I love all of that. It's, it's intention. It's awareness. Mm -hmm. um, and then the affirmation at the end that it's, it's okay and you are allowed to receive that pleasure. You're allowed to accept it and you're allowed to let it in. Mm. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Do all of that. Um, so I have a question I think would be cool to, to kind of dive into is you talk about and be okay with letting it in. Mm. Why do you think we have such a, and when I say we, I'm going to say people in general, but because we're talking about moms, let's talk about moms. Um, why do you think moms in general on this really big journey that we are on, um, have a trouble, like have trouble connecting or allowing it in? What do you think that's, I know what my think, like what my thoughts are around that, but I'm curious, what do you think is getting in the way of even being able to receive that? I think, well, I'll speak from personal experience because my pleasure journeys have been about five or six years of, of journeying into this and reclaiming my ability to receive pleasure and mm. being open to pleasure. Uh, and I can say without a doubt that it, what for me, it, it was shame. Right. Um, and it was shame around, I, around the practice actually of self pleasure right. um, that I carried with me from my teen years, mm -hmm. right through my twenties and right through to my, until my late thirties. Um, when, um, you know, that, that didn't feel, what's the word I'm looking for? It didn't feel right. It, I felt wrong for doing it mm -hmm. and the inability to connect to that then blocked me from opening to all of the pleasure that's around me. Hmm. And the interesting thing is, is when I allowed myself to open to the pleasure around me, what I didn't expect was that it was going to open the door um, to the power of my sexual pleasure. Mm. So cool. it, I wasn't seeking the uh, growth in my sexuality or the growth in my sexual pleasure per se. Right. I was seeking to find more joy in my life. I was right. lacking joy. I was lacking spark. I was new into motherhood. And it seemed all-consuming at the time. Right. And so I was seeking to bring back my pre-motherhood spark, the joy that I had every day when I got up in the morning and the joy and zest I had for life. Um, and so that's where my journey began. And it was opening to all of that pleasure that was just present that I just didn't notice. Right, right. And then once I did that, 
the doors opened that my journey into deeper understanding of myself sexually and my sexual pleasure became really important. And Mm. that's a journey I'm still on. (laughs) Yeah. I would say that is the evolving journey for sure. For all of us. And because I think for, I can speak, you know, very similar in the sense of, um, just the shame that that comes with something that is built with inside of us you know there's there's just this divinity within and there has been so many years of conditioning of how that's not right i mean i can think of growing up and know um, so much love and respect to my mom i always come from a space of doing the best you can with what you have but just those little things that kind of, you know, for me specifically, hearing some words going, oh, that's not okay to do that. So there's something, if I do want to do some of those things, then that's not okay. Um, and if certain things that are important to me, well, if they're not important to her, then there's something wrong with me. And I think we carry that through for, for so, for so many, for so long. And, and, and then into motherhood, I know because both of you have, we have said this, the book, I'm probably going to get the name wrong, but the pussy, uh, the pussy book, what, who's, who writes it? Gina? No. Is that how you say her name? Oh, um, Regina. Regina. There we go. Regina, yeah. The womanly art school. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. I'm like midway through it. Yes. I'm like midway through it and just awesome. can relate on so many elements around that and just like how it, it has been such a disconnection, probably fear and shame. Um, I think fear probably the most, right? I, I wonder if the shame comes first and then the fear, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? We have yep. the shame around it. And then we have, once we connect to the fact that that shame and that judgment um, is something that we've been conditioned and programmed, it, that it has been programmed and conditioned within us, then there's the fear of, am I the only one reconnecting? Am mm-hmm. I the only one that's curious about this? Right. Are my girlfriends curious? Um, are, you know, are other women curious? And so um, we, we get through the shame piece and then we get curious. And with that curiosity, I think comes a little bit of fear because we're exploring something mm-hmm. that for so long has been hidden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and a, a piece of us, a, a part of our body, our womb space, our pussy um, for so long, we've taught, we've been taught that it's not a place of power, that it's, again, our conditioning around our menstrual cycle, our conditioning mm-hmm. around childbirth. It's all so negative. Mm-hmm. Yet now we get curious about it and we discover that this place is a seat of creation, yes. that this place is our powerhouse yes. and that when we connect to it, yes, we can do anything and create anything and grow anything, whether that be a baby, whether that be a project, whether that be the most beautiful life that you can imagine, Mm -hmm. connected to that power, to that source energy of your pleasure, you can be and do anything. Mm 
Yes, keep saying yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's 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 so um it's it's just the book is just reaffirming so much of what I have felt or known. And if I I remember, you know, being in university and learning so many things and then bringing it home and being so angry about certain things. And then I was like, you know, I would be labeled as the angry feminist and, you know, like just so dramatic and so dramatic about the things that I look back and I go, but why is it like that? You know? And then, you know, starting my, you know, my personal self-love journey and really doing a lot of inner work and a inner healing, realizing that the drama was actually passion. And like, I'm super passionate about the things that are important. And, and then becoming a mother and going, yeah, like, wow. Like I knew that this source was powerful, but to, to the content of, yes, it's pleasurable. Um, but I didn't understand the source of, you know, reading her book. I'm going, oh my gosh, like for so many years, something that is so powerful that creates life has been, you know, put into a box and put it to the side for no fault of anybody, right? I'm not looking to blame, but the conditions of being potentially so afraid of the power of that, the power of it is, is something that comes into my mind. And I wonder, um, and this is, I think, the work that you're doing too with, with young women is having conversations where there are safe containers to talk about something that, that does have a lot of curiosity to, and nobody is teaching it, <laughs> right? Like you're teaching it. Well, <laughs> this is it. And like, if we don't, if we don't talk about it among ourselves as women, and we don't talk about it with our daughters or with our young girls, then nothing changes yep. and they follow the exact same journey and the exact same path that we did, which mm-hmm. is getting to our late thirties or early forties before we realize that we've missed out mm-hmm. on so much pleasure and so much joy because we've been disconnected from this part of what makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, totally. And And so we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it when we have tea with our girlfriends. We need to talk about it on podcasts. We need to talk about it on social media. It needs to become the norm, just as talking about menstruation needs to become the norm so that we realize that pleasure is an important piece of our life. Mm -hmm. It's an important piece of everybody's life. We're talking moms and women right now, but it's just as important for men that Absolutely. we all recognize that pleasure Absolutely. Um, and, and welcome it in. Yeah. I, I also think too, the, what comes up for me when I hear that is pleasure is also just this important um, element of what do we desire? Because when we're leading from a place of desire, then we're leading our lives for ourselves and not what everybody else wants us to do mm-hmm. or thinks we should do or what we mm-hmm. think everybody should want us to do. Um, And I think that the more that we can lean into what brings us joy, what brings us, like, what do I desire? And when I lead from my desire and I receive it, like the magic behind that alone, I have seen it multiple times in my life and it continuously happens. It's like every time I'm like, oh, that's what I desire. And like willingly allow it with all of the permission, 
like magic abundance happens. It's like, come on, you can't make this shit up. Like, wow, 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 wow. And now we get to put framework around it. Now we get to say like, yes, this, like you said, this is our birthright. The more that you know what I love the words that you use, like lights you up and brings that spark back in. It's time to like reignite those things that I don't know. We've just dis. I think the best word is to just to say disconnected from. Well, and, and, and it's, that's exactly what it is. It's a disconnection. It's a disconnection from who we truly deeply are. Pleasure is a source of energy for us. Mm-hmm. It's a source of life. And so when we're disconnected from pleasure, we're disconnected from energy. We're disconnected from life. And that disconnection leads to us feeling exhausted, yeah. to us feeling uh, like we're going through the motions of life instead of actually living our life. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's important that we reclaim that connection and um, and bring those things in that bring us pleasure yeah. so that we can reconnect to that and embody our full essence of who <laughs> we are. Right? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. Um, where was my, my brain just went somewhere and then I got so excited by what you just said. Um, mm. Awareness and essence. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, so let's say someone's listening to this and they're super, super uncomfortable with what we're talking about. I, I, I would say, uh, if I were to recommend anything, I would say breathe it in, like breathe, because we have been taught for so many centuries how to feel uncomfortable about this stuff. And like you had said, it is time to have these conversations in safe places. Um, so if there is, are feelings of feeling uncomfortable and feeling like, oh God, like I don't even understand this. This is just like so wild to even think about. What would you recommend? <laughs> I'd recommend, as you said, to breathe into it and then grab a piece of paper, write pleasure at the top and write down what it brings up for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yep. does the word bring up for you? Yeah. And, and be honest. Does it bring up shame? Does it bring up judgment? Does it bring up fear? Does it bring up curiosity? Yeah. Right. What does it bring up for you? That's the best place to start because you have to work through your blockages yeah. you, that you have around that word. And it's, it's just a word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a word that carries such heaviness with it but it is just a word. Yeah. But in order to move forward, in order to truly experience pleasure in our day-to-day life, we need to move past whatever blocks we hold around that word. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. blank piece of paper, pleasure at the top, and sit, set a timer for three, five minutes, and just write down everything that that word brings up. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And I would add to be very kind and grace, graceful with yourself because mm-hmm. uh, like the thing that's screaming at me the most is it's like, it's not our fault, right? It's like what I always go back to like, what has happened in our life is not our fault, but we are responsible and we do have the power to, to do the resolution work around that. And I think that's super important. And so there are so much. There are um, so many meanings attached to all words, right? And um, when we start to break it down and start to say, "Oh, okay, that's what happens to me every time that that 
you know, just simply lighting a candle. I remember just like completely getting rid of all candles because they were super toxic. And I was like, no candles. And then I was reading um, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And I was like, he was talking about the beautiful essence of a flower and the flower's only purpose when the world even began <laughs> was to bloom. And its only purpose was to bring joy and beauty into the world. And I've been practicing joy and gratitude for so much of my life. And I was like, I just hated flowers because I couldn't have them in my house because my cats would eat them and they would throw up. Or I was scared that they would get a flower and they would have poison and then they would pass away. So I was like, I don't want to have flowers. And then when I saw it in that lens and it was a very beginning, like pretty early on in my motherhood days, I was like, I'm, I'm, I need some flowers in my house. Like, because I just need to look at the beauty. It's literally only purpose in the world is to bring beauty into our world. And it was interesting to hear all the beliefs that I had about flowers. It's like, well, what's the purpose? They're just going to die anyways. There's no point to them. And all of these beliefs all these beliefs attached to a flower. So then I was like, wow, there's so much to unravel here. I never understood it. And, and then the same went for candles. And I remember going out, I think I was like, Hannah was just like one. And I went and bought a candle um, and it smells beautiful. And that's the candle that I use in our programs. That's the candle that I light to bring pleasure and to smell. And I was like, oh, it all just like the only purpose it's serving right now is to make me smile and to light up all those senses, literally <laughs> light up all the senses. Right. And, and that's the thing. It's those little things that bring us joy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And like how many times do we, we buy something for ourselves and we pack it away in a drawer to save it for a special occasion. Yeah. Why, why are we doing that? Wear it. Yeah. If it, if it's something you bought that you absolutely love, yeah. Wear it. Yeah. Bring yourself pleasure. Mm -hmm. Right. If it makes you feel good, do it. Um, you could have your track pants on and a sweatshirt and underneath be wearing some sexy lingerie. Yes. If that makes you feel good, do it. Yes. Right? yes. Yes. Do the things that make you feel good. But it's the again, just going back to what you were saying, the stories we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I I can't afford to buy the flowers for myself every week. Or they're just going to die. So what's the point? Mm -hmm. We're always telling ourselves stories. Change the story. Yes. I'm going to buy these flowers because when I look at them every morning when I get up, they're going to make me smile. Yes. Yes. Right? So it's about changing that story and the narrative we have around what brings us joy and what lights us up. Totally. And, and that's what I would, I would say when it comes down to really diving into this work in the world of pleasure. And like you said, the, the list of pleasure, what it, what is it? And do more of that. Do what, do more of what makes you feel good because that is lighting up the desire. And I think that it moves us from that gray zone or the autopilot of like, everything is just okay. It's like, wow. I know every time we go out for dinner and it tastes really good and we don't go out as much anymore, but if it tastes really good, I literally put my fork down and close my eyes and, I, and I'm like, I can feel everything. Everything tastes good. Everything is purposeful and it's just the most beautiful thing. And Brandon will be like, that's really good, isn't it? Because my eyes are closed. <laughs> and but again, that's, that's good. Yeah. And that's what we don't do. We're so rushed in our daily life that we bypass all of that. Yeah. We don't stop and notice it. Yeah. Notice. That's the big stop word. And, and create that space for the pleasure to fill us up. Mm. We just keep going and then the pleasure passes us right by. And then mm. it's no wonder 
why we are not able to properly receive pleasure in the bedroom. Mm. Whoa. Yes, yes. Right? When we when we can't stop in our daily life just to enjoy the simple little pleasures that show up, how do we expect ourselves to stop and slow down mm-hmm. so that we can receive pleasure mm. from our partner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, receive is the big word. If we're not in a place of receiving, if we're not open to receiving, if we're not open to saying yes, mm-hmm. we can't receive that pleasure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. I, I, I talk about quite a bit, you know, just receive the compliment, receive the way that, you know, receive those small things. When someone says thank you to you, don't say no problem. Say you're welcome. I'm grateful. I'm honored. When someone says your hair looks really great today, don't say, oh, I washed it. Say thank you. Right. It's like the ability to receive even those smallest things that, you know, over time we have learned to shut off or shut down for whatever reason. Right. It's always for a reason. It's always doing a job for us. However, if it's no, if that, uh, what will I say? Strategy is no longer serving you. It is time to break it down. And I, I think that receiving and the shit we have around what it means to receive, it's like yeah. we get to let that go and we get to do it in a gentle and loving and peaceful and painless way. I do believe that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Pleasure and receiving. They're literally like right there. <laughs> totally. And it's, and this is, why when we we start to like my journey into pleasure started with my journey into understanding my menstrual cycle mm. and as you begin to open all those doors you begin to res- you begin to see how um everything is tied together yeah. and that word receiving mm-hmm. is huge in all of the work that i've been doing huge in in opening myself up to uh, really living my best life in the way that I want to. Mm. I've had to be open to receiving. Mm. Um, and, and I think if we don't allow ourselves to receive, to notice, to be aware, to be intentional um, around so many things in our life, we, we miss it all. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, yeah, I would agree. I, I find that pleasure and joy and gratitude have a way of slowing down time and everybody is wanting time. And I think that that has all, when I'm working with clients, I'm like, this is it. This is how you're going to slow down time, right? Being mindful and joyful, appreciating the things in the now, the tiniest little things, that is what slows down time. And then Hannah came around and it was like, everything you do with her, it's like, she's seeing it for the first time. You know, I I said today on my, um, Instagram. I dropped her off at daycare. She, she totally knows that we're in the daycare plaza and she just learned the word happy. And I thought, you know, we say happy. So then she goes happy, happy, happy. But then today she was like daycare or however she says it. And she went happy, happy, happy. I was like, Oh my God, you understand how to use the word happy. And it was like for that moment right there, I just dropped, like came back into my car and I just soaked it all in. I was like, this is how we slow it down. This is how we slow down time. I felt it everywhere. And I thought how beautiful it is to see life through her eyes, the the curiosity, the wonderment and the, uh, not the slowness. I don't want to say that, but the ease of it all is like truly what I, it, what I call getting back to the basics. And that, that right there is everything. Today, I feel like my day has been so long and so bountiful. And well, what is it? It's 1245. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's having awesome. beautiful conversations that like light you up, like you said. And I think that paying attention, if, if I were just to go back and say what you said is to um, sit in a space and give yourself permission to say yes, um, to seek it out and then affirm it. I think those are so, so powerful. So I am just so grateful for you because we need more pleasure in our life and in all forms. Um, so thank you so much for this. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'll just say one thing when you were yeah. talking about your daughter, you know, when we look at young children mm -hmm. uh, before they've been programmed and conditioned, uh, they move through life mm -hmm. completely open to pleasure. Right. There yep. are no, there's no fear for them. There's no shame. There's no judgment. They will find a rock and they yes. will find the greatest pleasure in this rock and yeah. it will occupy an hour of their time yeah, totally and and nothing else in the world matters but nope. that rock mm -hmm. it is bringing them the greatest joy mm -hmm. and we lose that somewhere along the line as as we become adults and life gets busy but that's what we need to reconnect to i mean we don't have time to sit and admire in a rock for an hour <laughs> yeah. but I, I i think you understand what i mean that we yes. we need to create the space as they do mm -hmm. to um, be in awe. Yeah. Be in that's awe. That's around us. Yeah. And, and, and let that ignite the pleasure inside of us. Totally. Yeah. I, I, it's funny you talk about rocks. We were at a beach um, that wasn't, it was a rock beach and every single rock was perfectly flat and they were gorgeous. And we got some brownies. We went to um, a, a bakery and we got a brownie and a few like really decadent treats. And we walked all the way down to this beach. And it was interesting because all the trees um, up on the cliff, they were the, the, oh my gosh, I can't speak. The land was falling away. So you could literally stand underneath the root of the tree, but then be on the water. So mm. it was just so beautiful to beautiful. take it all in. Right. And then Brandon's like, every single rock is designed perfectly to be a skipping rock. And that's like, that's what he was doing. We brought a bunch home for Hannah, but it is, it is just slowing it down and taking it in is literally how we're going to slow down time, which I think is magic. Yes. Total it's magic. Magic is the right word for it. Pure yeah. magic. Your magic. Absolutely. Thank you. 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 Um, I am going to put some awesome stuff. Uh, if, if our listeners haven't yet downloaded your book or your tracking cycle, I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as, as well. I've been getting so much great feedback from it. I love it. I'm so grateful for it. Um, so awesome. thank you. Thank you. And is there anything else that our, like our, our listeners can, if they want to reach out to you, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at living in your flow as well as Facebook at living in your flow. And yeah, they can reach me there and connect with me, ask questions, uh, shoot me a message. If they have a question they don't want to ask online, <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to, to take uh, private messages too. And um, yeah, I've done workshops in person workshops in the past around pleasure okay. and, and welcoming it into our life. I've not tried it online yet. Right. Yes, maybe that'll be in the future. Yeah, we'll see. that would be so cool. We'll keep us posted. <laughs> I will. I will. Well, thank you so much, Kim. And I would love to have you back soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I want to hear from you. What did you love about today's podcast? What are you feeling inspired to do differently? Find us on Facebook at Redefining Motherhood and tell us all about it. 
You can also follow along on Instagram at the Nicole Weston. Here's the thing, we were never meant to do this alone and it is time to redefine motherhood and live it on our terms. I believe we can have it all and I believe in order to do that, we've got to do it differently. Follow along and let us know. Be sure to subscribe. We drop a new episode every Wednesday.